Hello and welcome to episode 72 of the Mo Money Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Morehouse. Thank you so much for joining me for another wonderful episode. And this one is all about credit and credit cards specifically. I have a credit expert with me, David Rubenstein from creditshout.com and also creditforums.com. And so we get into the nitty gritty of credit and credit cards, which is very exciting because I don't think I've done an episode about this topic before. And I think it's very, very important to understand what goes into the world of credit, how to use credit cards responsibly so you do not get into debt or you can help yourself get out of debt. And of course, a big thank you to today's episode sponsor, Lowest Rates. Lowest Rates is where you can find the lowest rates in Canada for your mortgage, auto insurance, life insurance, and more just like that. I've done it to find the best quote for my life insurance, so I highly recommend you check them out too at lowestrates.ca. So without further ado, let's uh, let's draw credit, shall we? Thanks, David, for joining me on the show today. Um, it's great to be here. I'm really looking I'm ex- forward to it. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about credit cards. It's something I haven't uh, talked with anyone about on the show, so this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, so first, uh, let's get to know you a little bit. So you are the owner of CreditShout.com and CreditForums.com, but what you're a credit card expert, uh, especially you know uh, specifically with um, credit cards in the U.S. So how did you become a credit card expert? How did you get into that bizarro world? <laughs> um, I- it may be because I, uh, I went to law school and I, I got used to uh, reading the fine print um, mm-hmm. and just wanting to know what, what the little uh, benefits and perks uh, the cards touted uh, mm-hmm. were and what, what they really were. Um, because whenever you sign up for a new card, you get you know this uh, flyer or, or booklet in the mail written mm-hmm. in usually about eight-point font. So really mm-hmm. discouraging you to know uh, everything your card does for you. Now, some people would think that it's, it's trying to hide all the fees, which, yes, uh, mm-hmm. they don't want you to realize how high the interest rate is. Uh, but they also, I think, don't even want you to know about all the protections they offer because it's great to say that they have them mm-hmm. and even better to say they have them and not have anybody take advantage of them. Yes, which is so true because I know like I have a number of credit cards and I if you ask me to name what their lots of their benefits besides like rewards and points and cashback whatever, I would have to look them up. Like I I wouldn't know off the top of my head, which is terrible. Right. And I think um especially here in the US, I think people do recognize those perks. Uh, I think that explains a lot of the popularity of American Express cards. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in recent years, uh, Discover uh, yeah. has uh, really uh, become well known for its customer service, and um, and Visa with mm-hmm. their Visa Signature program uh, here in the U.S. I, I like I said, mm-hmm. I'm not sure with this, what distinctions are made in Canada, but Visa is mm-hmm. also trying to to provide the same level uh, of service and 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 perks mm-hmm. that so much more than just you know trying to help you get concert tickets as they advertise but but a lot of consumer protection benefits that uh will help you out absolutely so did you do you still practice law or are you more just the credit card guy now uh i do practice uh law a little bit as my day job so i say Mm. (laughs) Um, but uh but i do uh, i do like uh keeping in touch with with credit cards and uh financial service products and and even 
what's really been interesting to me uh, more recently has been uh, some changes in uh, credits, uh, how, how credit scores are computed, uh, mm-hmm. identity theft protection, what, what you can do to, uh, to uh, keep your ID safe, which all goes mm-hmm. back to you know, maintaining uh, he- healthy credit, healthy, you know, yeah. healthy spending habits as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let's, I would love to, for you to kind of explain your two websites, Credit Shout, Credit Forums. What are they both all about? Um, they're, they're pretty interrelated. Uh, I, I, I think it's just an accident of, of happenstance, mm-hmm. um, and inability to get the form software to, uh, work properly on the older credit shout site. So, yeah. uh, you know, credit shout would be uh, the main site where we have a lot of information about credit cards, what, uh, tips to improve your credit score, um, you know, uh, resources to answer questions, you know, for people who are, you know, y- younger and, and new to even mm-hmm. having credit and want to know, you know, what, what they can do to, to get a card, mm-hmm. uh, uh, even to help, uh, you know, pay for stuff in between paychecks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, credit forums would be the, the, the form site, which has been a place that users go to uh, chat with each other, um, so some people are exchanging tips on, you know, the best, uh, credit card signup offers. Uh, some people are, are looking for support as they, as they, uh, try to, uh, clean up their credit, raise their credit scores. Mm-hmm. Um, and recently we've added some stuff about, uh, personal finance where, where, so people are chatting about investment strategies or, or real estate investments or interest in those. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, trying to encourage each other uh, to reach financial independence. That's awesome. So the one thing that's, you know, credit cards, they've got kind of a dark side, but they're also a good thing. It's, they're, it's kind of a, a weird thing credit cards are. Cause they can kind of lead people into kind of a, a bad path into credit card debt. And, you know, a, a big issue, I think, with lots of people that just get credit cards, don't know how to use them properly or um, responsibly. And then they find themselves in a situation where they're like, you know, several thousand dollars in debt, and then they have to figure out how to pay it off. On the other side, credit cards are kind of a good thing too, if you know how to use them properly. So can we just talk for a minute about what are some of the kind of ways that, you know, you've maybe in your kind of expertise have seen people kind of misuse credit cards and some of the kind of ways we can avoid that? Well, I think, um, for a lot of people, especially when they're getting their first uh, credit card, it it almost doesn't feel like you're actually spending money. Yeah. Um, and you 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 go out, and it's almost like several times a week you're spending another ten or twenty dollars, um, and you and you don't even uh, realize it because mm-hmm. it, it's 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 not that same psychological barrier of handing over the cash as it is handing over this piece of plastic. It's almost like you're playing Monopoly. Mm-hmm. And then that month or, or sometime a couple months down the line, all of a sudden you've, you found you spent a couple thousand dollars more than you really could afford to. Yeah. And uh, you, you make the mistake of just making the minimum payments and running the balance up more. And, and they, the credit card issuer just keeps collecting that that interest at uh, 20%. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and uh, charging those fees, and uh, and it could really uh, rack up, yeah, uh, and cost you a, a ton of money, and kill your uh, kill your credit scores. Um, mm-hmm. And you know some of the dark sides. I was talking to somebody the other night. Um, she was she graduated college in. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I remember this correctly. She graduated college in 1996, but yeah. couldn't get her own cell phone until 2003. Wow! Uh, because for credit, um, you know, for several wow. years, even after graduating college, she had uh, she had to have. Uh, one of her parents co-sign on uh, a lease when she wanted to rent an apartment uh, because wow. of her credit score. Um, and so, so even when you're in college, um, you know, you're already racking up, at least here mm-hmm. in the States, you're racking up a ton yeah. of debt just to attend college. Oh, well, um, no, that's the same in Canada. Yeah. It's very expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just to get that piece of paper that lets you walk in the door to get your oh, first job. Oh, I know. I know. Um, and then... But that's not looked upon negatively. Uh, yeah. But if you're on top of that, you're 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 utilizing credit cards, and you're you're near your your uh, limits. Uh, mm-hmm. You know they're looking they're looking at your utilization ratio, and they're seeing you're tapped out basically, and yeah. no and nobody wants to just extend you credit. So then, when you Get your parent to co-sign for the lease and and subsidize your your cell phone. Um, you go and get the electricity turned on. And you have to leave a deposit yeah. with the electric company. Well, who wants to do that? Because that's just money that you won't get back till you move again. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's you know it's important to to me. It's important to develop good spending habits early. Absolutely. Uh-huh. No, that just reminds me. Sorry. I, I, rem- I just the other day I was uh, watching this John Oliver. I don't know if you ever watched any of his uh, uh, videos the last week tonight, but he did this segment about uh, kind of credit card debt. And it was about how, you know, sometimes even to rent an apartment, um, the uh, landlord will do a credit card check and can maybe refuse, if you have a bad score, to rent you that place. And same with uh, apparently employers. They'll maybe ask to do a credit check and may you know not give you the job if they see that you have a bad credit score, even though they aren't necessarily related to whether you'll pay your rent on time or whether you'll right. be a good employee. But it's another way that it could affect your life with a, you know if you have a bad credit score. Yeah, well, I, I do. I do want to let your listeners know that a buddy of mine is an employment lawyer, and he just did a, a guest post for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so when your your landlord runs a credit check, or your prospective employer does the background check and pulls your credit as well, mm-hmm. um, if they're not going to lease the apartment to you, or um, well, he focuses on give you the job, but the, yeah. the Fair Credit Reporting Act here in the U.S. Uh, does provide you rights that, that they should be providing you that report before they turn you down so that you have a right. chance to review it and dispute any inaccuracies in the report. That's really good to know. That's um, good to know. So, um, and inaccuracies definitely happen. Um, mm-hmm. Here in the U.S., you should be getting, using that free annual credit report uh, site offered by the FTC. 
um, mm-hmm. to get. And yeah, they're free here th- with, um, we have TransUnion and Equifax and they're both free, I think once a year. Exactly. So it's important to kind of make that a, a habit, a boring habit, but a habit nonetheless that you should be doing, checking your credit reports to make sure there's not some inaccuracies, yeah. which reminds me, I should probably, I think it's my one year anniversary since I've done that. So I should probably get on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's all you need to do it. Every six to 12 months, you, you rotate between uh, two or three of the credit bureaus yeah and you just uh you look look in on it um absolutely now people who've suffered real id theft not just a stolen credit card number yeah you know they they often will pay to get get that information uh monitored every month because Mm -hmm. of of uh the amount of work and effort it takes to clean things up when when somebody steals uh not just a credit card number but your id your social security number uh, or a bank account number and create accounts in your name and just hijack your, your just, money, yeah. your identity, just, you know, your, your credit. Yeah. I, that, that brings me, cause I remember you mentioned to me, you know, offline that you, there was a blog post on your website about how, what companies are doing to start help prevent some of this credit card hacking. What, what are they doing? Oh, 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 so um, I think that was unrelated. I meant credit card hacking in terms of uh, card issuers. Uh, oh yeah, to, uh, trying to prevent people who are constantly rotating in and out of cards just to collect a sign up bonus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm, so, but still, good to uh, know that they're they're putting some measures in place. But some of the credit card issuers, American Express, uh, Dis- Discover, Capital One. Are giving you, you, you uh, your FICO score with in your uh, every month updated mm-hmm. as part of uh, their services, um, which is just a great way to flash if it suddenly uh, goes down. Mm-hmm. You know that that could be an early warning sign for you to check what's going on in your credit report. Oh, that's good to know. So uh, that that is a, a good service that that does come along with uh, your. With a lot of the uh, uh, better credit cards and credit card issuers, yeah, definitely something to take advantage of. Um, so let's kind of talk about maybe some of the the lighter, the the more positive parts of why using a credit card can be beneficial. I know, kind of the ones coming to my mind is obviously building your credit. That's right. I think the main reason why I got my first credit card is because I knew down the road if I wanted to get a loan or a mortgage, I need to start building credit as soon as possible. And that's also kind of why one of the reasons you're always told, you know, that first credit card you get, don't you know if you've had it for a very long time don't just cancel it maybe hang on to it yeah well uh length uh, um lenders of, of all sorts mm-hmm. will look at the length of your credit they're going to look at how much of your available credit you're utilizing so if you have mm-hmm. five cards but only really use one of them that's good because you utilize yeah. less credit um now of course i say it's best to pay your bills in full every month and not incur mm-hmm. that credit card interest but maybe say you took out a new card to make uh, to help finance a big purchase and are taking advantage of a you know an extended zero percent APR offer, mm-hmm. um, you know it may for a little bit ding your credit because they'll look at how you're utilizing your overall credit, but you'll also each each uh, line individually. So mm-hmm. the goal is to have no line I think above like forty percent utilized and overall. You know, uh, you want to be between fifteen and thirty percent utilization of your available credit. Um, Good to know. And so now, utilization will show that you have a 
when you look at the report, it'll show you're like, oh, I pay that bill in full every month, and it shows twenty two seventy five. Well, that's just the balance that that is you know due at the end of the month, right? Um, that hasn't that you haven't paid in full yet. So you know, so even if you pay in full, we'll show that you're actually utilizing some credit. Right. Um, is there any benefit? Like, I don't usually wait until you know, I get that bill, um, to pay it off. I usually check my bank account either once a week or every paycheck. So every two weeks. And then when I see a balance, then I just pay it off. I kind of always like seeing that number at zero. It gives me peace of mind. Right. And also I, I don't want to mistakenly forget that, Oh my gosh, it's the end of the month and I haven't paid it. Is there any benefit to doing that? Or is it just, you know, a, a good thing to do budget wise? Yeah. I mean, I, I like to have my credit card set up to just automatically debit my checking account on mm-hmm. the on the due date to pay the uh the statement balance in full that's a smart way to um, do it so you just kind of link it to your you know a savings account or account that always has money in it so you never miss a payment oh that's yeah smart. because one one time uh back in the uh back in the 90s when i lived in uh, washington dc a uh check i wrote to the cable company took about two and a half weeks to get across town mm-hmm. um and they, you know, ding me for a, for a late fee. And the late fee was as much as the uh, monthly cable bill. Wow. And when I called, I said, oh, I've been with you for three and a half years. I've never been late before. Um, you know, if you look probably on the post date of the letter, you'll, you'll see that I, I mailed it weeks, weeks and weeks mm-hmm. ago. And they were like, oh, nothing we could do about it. Really? Cable companies are just the best. <laughs> um, That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to say that besides helping to build your credit, responsible mm-hmm. use of credit cards also has some other benefits and not just the, the welcome bonuses and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, to me, credit cards do offer you a lot of uh, consumer protections. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, one of these is near and dear to my heart because it, it saved the day for me, mm-hmm. um, which, is, which is the Accident Protection Program. Uh, we had moved into a new house and we bought a new kitchen table with a glass top. And I was trying to help out after we had some people over for brunch with, with the cleanup and mm-hmm. um, doing some vacuuming. And I threw the cord over the table because I'd gotten the uh, vacuum wrapped around the table. Instead of re- going you know, reverse around, I decided to be fancy and throw the cord over. Managed to, one in a million shot, hit this lucite ball hanging from the light fixture, which dropped straight down over the glass table and shattered it into hundreds of pieces. Um, And I just want to give a huge shout out to American Express because within a week of us Mm -hmm. uh, sending them, uh, and you do this all online, a copy of the uh, receipt for the table and uh, the photograph of the the, uh, shattered tabletop they, uh, we had in our uh, mailbox a, a check for the full mm-hmm. purchase price of the table. So we were able to uh, replace it, um, and I was able not to have my wife angry at me for very long. <laughs> um, so, Quick question about that. Is there, I, I guess it's probably you know something in the fine print. Did the table have to be brand new for them to protect it, or, or what were kind of some of the rules in order to get that money? Because that's, that's amazing that you got a check in the mail. Yes. So th- there are some limitations, so, so, but this is, protects you against accidents or even theft. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually, uh, depending on card issuer, you, you would have to make your claim within 60 to 90 days after purchase. 
Okay. Um, and the benefit is capped often, well, depending again on your card, yeah. uh, $500 to $10,000 per item. I'm not sure mm. what kind of card you need to be at 10000 but it's probably one of the fancy American Express yeah. cards. <laughs> um, and usually with an annual cap as well. So, you know, you, know, you can't just go breaking things on purpose, hoping to uh, generate mm-hmm. cash to pay the rent. Um, one question I have for you, uh, just because it's kind of popping into my head, is with credit cards, things that, it's something that you do need to be aware of is the difference between interest rate and APR. Do you want to kind of explain that in some layman's terms for me? Well, I, I would say... I mean, credit cards now, at least in the U.S., they disclose what their APR is. Um, mm-hmm. And the difference is you could be charged both interest and fees, uh, mm-hmm. depending on uh, you know, how, how it works. So let's say, like, let's say a card charged you $10 every time you didn't pay a bill in full plus 15% interest on uh, the outstanding balance. Well, the, wow. the APR would be the annualized rate that would include uh, the, that $10 non-payment of full fee hmm. it, plus your interest calculation. So, um, Yeah, I feel like that's something that most people probably don't know about, including myself. Right. Because I was absolutely aware of interest rate and I never wanted to pay the crazy 19% or whatever. But yeah, there's, there's probably lots of little fees that are in the fine print that, you know, I, I may not know about. Yeah. I mean, I think a good uh, result of the Dodd-Frank laws, a lot of those uh, little fees have been done away with mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and they just charge the, uh, the interest, but the interest is high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, so they make money hoping you don't pay your balance in full so they can charge you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, oftentimes it, it, you'll end up at around twenty percent mm-hmm. um, per per year on your your balance, um, and then they also get a cut. And this is split among card issuers and the different networks. But you know, uh, between two point three percent to I think four point eight percent of each transaction. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so our, at least in America, our love of credit cards uh, definitely adds to the, the cost of, of every item we buy because, of course, where you shop, they're going to want to build in what it costs them to process credit cards. Yeah. So they yeah. end up in the same place as if you paid cash, mm-hmm. um, which is why I think a lot of people just choose to pay by credit card and get uh, miles or cash back because, they're like, because they might as well enjoy some little benefit of the cost of using the card. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, what are some of the things that you do? Because um, you're, you know, a credit card expert, and you probably know how to use a credit card, uh, you know, the best way possible. What are some of the things that you do to make sure that you use your credit card to kind of maximize the benefits out of it and uh, just make it worthwhile? Um, so, what's funny is I, I know all the different sign-up offers, I mm-hmm. really don't take advantage of them. I just use a flat 2% cash back card. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just because I like to keep my personal finances simple. Mm-hmm. And, yep. just, you know, and I, I, I go with the, I would like to spend as little time as possible keeping track of stuff. Yeah. 
which is funny I say that because I also obsessively track uh, in Quicken uh, several times a week what we're spending on on our credit cards just to like you know make sure we're not developing any bad habits. No, that's smart. Um, you know, like yeah, it's okay to have like you know I uh, I have a coffee problem, so it's okay for me to have <laughs> a, a you know a latte or two a week. But if I f- suddenly find myself uh, trying to meet somebody you know twice and a- twice a- every afternoon a different person so I could get grab another latte that'll you know mm-hmm. <laughs> end up costing you a lot of money uh, at Starbucks at the end of the day mm-hmm. um, you know but I just like to to be able to you know it's important to me to save money um, yeah and, absolutely um, you know I just at the end of the day I I think being smart about your spending will save you more money than um, spending lots of time trying to get credit card sign-up bonuses. I, I as, agree. As and awesome I, as they can yeah. be. As awesome as they can. And they can be, absolutely. Like, I, me and my husband just got a, a new credit card maybe six months ago, and the kind of benefit, the it's a yearly benefit, is where you get a companion flight right. um, on this one airline for $99, and there's not a lot of, there's, like, no blackout dates and all these right. great things. And we do go, um, you know, from Toronto to Vancouver at least a couple times a year, so we're like, hmm, might as well. The yeah. only thing was, like this was kind of the first time we got a credit card where you actually had to pay for it. So it was like a hundred bucks uh, a year, and you're like, oh, that, it seems almost crazy spending money on a credit card. Like it seems like this can't be right. But we just did the calculations, and the money we would save on flights would actually it would pay itself off, and we'd save quite a bit of money. But I'm the same way as you. Before that, I just usually get like the free credit card that's like you know maybe two percent ba- uh, cash back right. or whatever. Just keeping it simple, so I don't have to you know. I, I like the idea of sign up off- offers, but at the end of the day, I just want to kind of <laughs> save my money and, and budget strategically and, and not overspend and. And so I, I do use my credit cards for, you know, mainly kind of bigger purchases, which, you know, obviously there's the benefit of the consumer protections, which is right. great. And then I usually use my debit card for kind of my day-to-day things because also it kind of keeps me – it's a good uh, way for me to make sure I don't uh, just keep tapping my credit card and buying stuff that I shouldn't because I, I, I always am like, no, I only have this much left in my bank account, so I better make it last. <laughs> well, exactly. Um, because if you see it dwindling down – uh, yeah. uh, it, it feels a little more like you're handing over the cash and you just don't want to yes. give it up. Exactly. Because um, you might need it later. Exactly. But when you kind of, yeah, see the, on your credit card just keeps going up, you're like, eh, I'll worry about that later. I don't know. There's not like the same sense of urgency. I don't know why. It's, I think it's totally psychological. Yeah, uh, it's gotta be. So I haven't studied <laughs> it at the university level or anything, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's, it's definitely, there's, sort of that room in between you and and the money because it's a piece of plastic and it feels like a a game from when you're a kid in some ways. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So before uh, we wrap up, what's one, uh, you know, key thing that you'd like to share with people about credit cards? What's one thing that you want them to take away? Um, I think the number one thing I always would love people to take away is to, to remember to use their cards responsibly. No, no amount of sign-up bonuses or or uh, rewards points would overcome the cost of uh, paying the the credit card interest if you're not mm-hmm. able to uh, make your payments in full every month. Um, mm-hmm. Now, if if you do find that you you are running 
balances you want to try to pay down. Uh, I have found only two so far cards um, mm-hmm. out there, um, uh, uh, major cards that are offering zero uh, percent balance transfer, zero uh, percent APR balance transfer transfer offers mm-hmm. with zero dollar transfer fees. Oh, okay. Uh, so here in the U.S., uh, mm-hmm. the Chase Slate will give you a zero percent intro APR for fifteen months and zero dollar balance transfer fees uh, during the first sixty days with no annual fee on the card. So mm-hmm. that is a a great card to try to get yourself back uh, if you have you know good credit, uh, but want to get your your uh, your balances back under control. And then mm-hmm. also the Capital One Quicksilver One Rewards card, zero uh, percent APR for nine months with no uh, no uh, transfer fee. Uh, that card does uh, come with a thirty nine dollar annual fee, uh, but uh, hopefully uh, it's more than offset by not paying that three percent to five percent fee to transfer a balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that card is actually also a rewards card offering a hundred one sorry one point five percent cash back on everything you spend. Mm-hmm. Um, so those those would be you know my top zero percent APR uh, tricks because not paying that transfer fee mm-hmm. uh, definitely helps. And then use that time to get that balance if not paid off down as low as you can uh, mm-hmm. because when the interest hits it it's not pleasant. No, <laughs> uh, that is for sure. Well, thank you so much, David, for joining me and sharing your expertise with me. Uh, I know I learned a lot about credit cards that I didn't know before, and it was a pleasure chatting with you. Yes, yeah, it's it very fun. So thank you. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome. And that was episode 72 of the Mo Money podcast with the wonderful David Rubenstein. Make sure to check out his two fabulous websites all about credit. You can check them out at creditshout.com and creditforums.com. And I will, of course, include some uh, helpful links. He sent me some uh, links to articles he thinks would be great for my listeners, and I'm going to include them in the show notes. So make sure to go to jessicamorehouse.com slash 72 for all that good info. And again, thank you to my pals over at Lowest Rates for sponsoring this podcast episode. Thank you again for uh, supporting me and the Mo Money podcast. Make sure to check out them at lowestrates.ca if you're looking for the best rate, a quote on uh, you know mortgage, auto insurance, life insurance, and whatever you're looking into. Lowestrates.ca is where you can find out all that good stuff. And before I wrap up, I've got some more iTunes reviews that I'm so excited to give some special shout outs to. All right, the first I'm going to get to that I just discovered, and I can't believe I just discovered this. I've got a review from Germany. Hello, Germany. Uh, Senso45 sent me a review June 27th. I'm sorry I'm taking this long to give you a shout out. I didn't know. Um, I'm actually going to uh, you know, say a big thanks to mypodcastreviews.com because I signed up with them recently so I can kind of just get a nice email uh, of all of the reviews I get because I get so many. And uh, so just a, a free shout out for mypodcastreviews.com. They're awesome, and it keeps me organized. So sorry, Germany, for taking so long to say thank you to you, but I I appreciate you, and their review is looking forward to hearing the next season. Well, I'm hoping you're enjoying this current season, which is the season you're referring to. So thank you a lot for that. 
All right, and now I've got uh, two new reviews from uh, fellow Canadians. Uh, the first one is from Jessica Washorn, and she says, I was so stoked to find a fellow young Canadian woman in the personal finance space represent. This show has practical explanations of the how and why of smart personal finance. Jessica addresses university, paying off debt, making smart career moves, getting to home ownership, taxes, saving, and investing all of the good stuff. There are great interviews with experts and an awesome new series of listener money stories. And I do believe she actually just emailed me and she will be a guest on my listener series uh, coming up. So I'm very excited to chat with her soon. Um, another review I've got is from John Nuss from Canada. And uh, he says, stumble across this podcast in my newly found obsession with personal finances. I love how down to earth and relatable you are while still giving useful, relatable information. Finding myself excited for travel just so I can listen to more. Keep it up. Happy face. Ooh, I didn't even know you can do happy faces on reviews. That's pretty cool. Thank you so much for that lovely review. And again, if you're listening right now, you like my show and you have not yet given me a review, please do. I'm going to give you a shout out on a future episode, which I think is always cool. I like getting shout outs on uh, podcasts where I give you reviews. It's kind of fun and you just feel special. So please do that. It's super easy, especially if you're just like on your phone right now. I think you just have to go to my podcast, click on reviews, and it's as easy as plugging in your uh, rating and review. And uh, yeah, I just want to hear from you. Let me know what you're thinking. Uh, And uh, that's kind of it. And I'll see you back here tomorrow for another wonderful uh, listener series episode. This podcast is distributed by the Women in Media Podcast Network. Find out more at womeninmedia.network.